Hello and welcome to Desert Island Games. I'm your host, John, a.k.a. JL76Gaming. My guest today is one of Retro Unlimited's newest members and a well-known face around the YouTube retro community. He is a man with the Mohican, Mr. Paul Bradley. How Hello. are you, Paul? Hello, John. How are you? I'm great. Um, have you recovered from your Blackpool exploits? <laughs> Only just, actually. But really, hell. Really. <laughs> I've come back with some sort of bug. I don't know what I've come back with. I've been in bed, I was in bed for three days. Oh, it must be all that sea air up in Blackpool. I think it was that dodgy hotel, that New York Castle. Yeah, that looked, uh, that actually looked like a prison block. <laughs> oh, mate, it stank. It was horrible. Yeah. It was just disgusting. As soon as you walk in, it just smelled of toilets. and It was disgusting. The place was horrible. For the price they charge, it was disgusting. Yeah, it's really, really old looking as well. Yeah, 70s, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't meet you down at Blackpool, but I, d- I did see you rushing towards the exit. I think you must have been going for a fag or something. Probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was the time. Yeah. Um, it was a great day. Blackpool was brilliant. Loved it. Yeah, I wasn't down to two o'clock, so I was like, everybody was just going to want to leave to go to the hotel when I turned up. So. Uh, yeah. Did you come with the boys on the Saturday night? I did, yes. Yeah, I didn't do that. I was in bed at eight o'clock. Like I say, it was sick. I, I thought it was because we went out on the Friday. Yeah. It was just the day on the Saturday, but no, that was that was ill. Um, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't well at all. So, but no, I, I really enjoyed the event. The event was brilliant. Yeah, I do really great not looking around more. But um, and Chris Novabug offered me a, a lift to a hotel, so I just said, uh, "Yeah, to hell with it, I'll just get a lift." So, yeah. I was only there for a couple of hours. But next time, I will um, try and experience it a bit more. Manchester. You've got to come to Manchester. Manchester, perhaps. But I usually have a lads weekend in October. So, oh. yeah. I might persuade them to go to Manchester. The block holds on for three days next year, though, isn't it? It's three yeah. days. Um, yeah. I've been standing for three days, though. To be honest, after a day and a half, I, I'll actually have enough of the event. So, mm. um, it's great meeting the tubers and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But after a day and a half, that was it for me. I, I was ready to come home and see the kids and. Yeah. Play the games that involved. Uh, um, you've done your pickup video, haven't you? I have indeed. Yeah. I don't think I've watched it yet. I've just been through loads of tubers Blackpool once, so I won't, it will be on the list to watch. Oh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many. Uh, but yeah, I did the pickup video uh, Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. I didn't pick anything up at the event. I picked stuff up um, at a little cash converters type shop beside my, near my hotel. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry? It's probably a better price than it was at the event. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was like one ninety nine for PlayStation 2 games and one point twenty five for PlayStation 1 games. All day. Get them all day at that price, even for the case, especially the PlayStation 1. I mean, I collect PlayStation 1. A quid or so for just the case, it's worth that. Yeah. I can see a whole host of PS1 games behind you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good stuff. Around about. You can put up 600 now. So PlayStation is your favourite console and favourite series of consoles? Well, yeah, I mean, collecting-wise, I don't really... I, I tend to flip between my collections. I will literally go balls at it. I'll go PlayStation 1 for about three months and get everything that I want. Mm. And then I'll flip over to a new console. So at the moment, it's been PlayStation 1. But I do actually have a new console, which I haven't shown yet. It's over there. So... <laughs> But it is, a, it is a PlayStation console. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, console, shall we say. 
Is it a handheld? It's not handheld, no. Ah. It was only released in Japan. Oh, really? You've, yeah. got, me, you've got me intrigued. Let me play the next pickup video. <laughs> um, but after that, um, I think I'm going on to the Super Comic Con. Ooh, something a bit different. Yeah, that's a bit of a spoiler there. Because, uh, it should be here next week, hopefully, and work everything out. A day's at Alien Games exclusive. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I do flip between consoles. I've got another loyalty to one. But I think about every console there is growing up. Um, Nintendo, not so much. I was mainly Sega. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, so really stuff like, I'm going to say now, Mario, Zelda, Pokemon. It means nothing to me. I can take it or leave it. Um, but I know I enjoy the games for what they are. But you know, when growing up as a kid, I had Sega's Master System, Mega Drive. So you know, it was Sonic, Alex Kidd, things like that for me. Yep, definitely similar to myself. I've, I've just got my first Nintendo during the week, uh, Game Boy Advance, and it doesn't work. So yeah, sorry. Put pictures on Facebook, I think, didn't you? Yeah, it did work. And then comments. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it worked for five minutes. <laughs> what if it's just the battery, or you're not sure? Um, I thought it probably is a battery, but I've ordered a charger and a battery. Uh, the charger came this morning, and that's when I got a bit of life in it, and then all of, all of a sudden nothing. Is it so, where it's plugged in, or? No. It's, no I don't know what it is, then. I don't know. I, I, I'm wait, I'll wait for the battery to turn up and see what happens. Yeah, I just replaced the battery. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So tell us a bit about your channel and what kind of stuff you put up there. I quite have to fit up. <laughs> uh, I do vlogs, uh, mainly gaming related vlogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the time it's pick up videos. Uh, something that I want to get out of just doing pick up videos. I find them quite boring. I tend to watch my videos back. And I think, well, why are people watching this basically? Because it's quite, it's quite dull. So, um, a lot, you know, I like, I'm all about the hunt. So, a lot of the stuff is stuff I find in the wild. So, I can see why there is an interest there. The price of the paid usually next to nothing. Um, but yeah, it's mainly pickup videos, collection videos, and a vlog about topics um, related to gaming, basically. So usually stuff that's really annoying me. I'm trying not to swear. I don't know if you're swearing on here or not. No, yeah. sorry. I've, I've had I've, I've had wood uh, blown on here. Sleeping. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> stuff that's really fucking me off, basically. Yeah. Either we're in the community or a subject that's been, you know. It's come to light. Um, I think the biggest one I've had now is my um, Xbox 360 rants. Uh, no, Xbox One rants, sorry. Right. Um, where I actually rang customer services live and ordered it, put it on. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, customer services were dreadful. Yeah. I think I've, um, at one point here in one of my videos, you had three Xbox Ones in the house um, and none of them worked. That was a nightmare. An absolute nightmare. Yeah. So I don't actually own any of them now. I actually gave the working one away to my brother-in-law. So I'm actually now retro only at the moment, except for the PC, of course. There's a lot of PC gaming. Uh, That's basically my channel. Um, I try not to insult too many people. Does <laughs> happen from time to time, but hey, shit happens. <laughs> it does happen indeed. So it's a www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Brad W. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 01F360. Yeah, Bradwolf360. Um, the reason that's like that is yeah. because it was linked in by my, because my um, 
what we call usernames online is Brad Wolf, uh, which is yeah. not zero one. Right. Brad Wolf, but zero one in the wolf. Um, so yeah, I just kept it like that. And obviously, you can't change the URL anymore on uh, YouTube. So it had to stay like that, unfortunately. But yes. That is my URL. <laughs> you can always just type in Paul Bradley in the search and it should come up. Yeah, click on him. I think somebody's actually got that URL, which is really annoying. Imagine that, another Paul Bradley. It's just not on, is it? No. <laughs> How dare they have my URL? Yeah, I own the URL for G, which is really weird. Yeah, if you type Paul Bradley and you get MMO fighters, which I am not. Oh, yes, it is there. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very funny. Um, but yeah, it's mainly an MMO fighter, which I am not. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also got um, a website, MasonicGamer.com. MasonicGamer.com, yeah, website's yeah. blog. Um, I've had that for about three, four years now. It started off just as a blog, basically. And it's progressed into a whole website. So. Cool. It's an interesting name. Um, <laughs> my dad's in the Masonic Lodge. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's where it comes from. Yes, I have a Freemason. We rule the world. Yes, using all your secrets. Yeah, it's not. It's just a drinking club. That's your dad. He'll tell you. That's, yeah, that, that was my theory. On it. I, I, I said my, my, my theory on what a secret is, is it's just there's no secret. It's just men meeting up for a drink. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a drinking club. We yeah. go to a lunch meeting which lasts an hour and a half and then we spend five, six hours in a pub. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, it's not. It's, it's, uh, they do a lot of charity, a lot of charity work. I'm sure you know this anyway with dad being. Yes. On the square, so yeah. yeah, there's a lot of charity works done. And, you know, people knock it a bit, but until you know, there's no secrets really. <laughs> there's no secrets. There's no no hidden agendas. Um, oh. You're trying to take over the world. It's hard enough to get enough members to turn up to lodge, never mind take over the world. So yeah, that's where the game come from. It was basically started as a blog for younger Freemasons. Cause a lot of Freemasons are quite old people. Yes, my dad been one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and shooting and fishing. Yeah. Where you know, a lot of the younger ones our age are literally into video games. So that's how it started out. Obviously, yeah. it's what it is now. So. My dad tried to get me to join the Masonic for years, and I was going, but I just kind of never get around to it. I guess it's that kind of, as you say, it's more older people that are in it, and that's maybe what put me off. Yeah, you've you've got to put you've got to be committed to it as well. Um, I mean, I've got some really good friends through it, really, really good friends from all different walks of life, from brain surgeons to taxi drivers and binmen. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Everybody's in there. Um, but yeah, it is a very old audience. <laughs> There's a lot of old people in there. Uh, that, that's why the website started, and that's how I started to get a following through that um, from all over the world, from younger Freemasons. Cool. Oh. But obviously it's not about Freemasonry, it's about video games, so go and check it out. <laughs> yes, MasoricGamer.com, do it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> right, shall we go on with the games? We can get on with the games, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the concept of this is, it's basically a, based on the Desert Island Discs show, which is on, I can never remember, I think it's Radio 2 or Radio 4 from the BBC. Oh, have you, have oh. you ever heard it? Yes, I've heard of it, yeah. Um, basically, they've got to pick eight, eight records, yeah. um, so I'm choosing the eight retro games, and it's as simple as that. So, without further ado, we'll go on to your first game, okay. which is, well, I'm doing this in the order you've given. Yeah, that's fine, they're any order. So, uh, you said football manager, but you've not specified which particular one, so. Any. Any, any football manager. 
Yeah, I usually get a football manager every other year, so every two years. Uh, and I play this game constantly. Now, these games, well, I'm giving them away, are, I pick these games for a reason. I pick these games, I, I told you I had about 30 games, I couldn't choose what games to put down. Yeah, yeah. And the way I chose this was basically the games I play at least once a month. Uh. Now, all these games there, I do play at least once a month. So it's something that I've been playing some for a long time. Uh, but football managers, like I say, I've had it for years. I get it every other year. And it's the sort of game that I would play on the laptop in bed at night. I'll just sit there, clicking as the wife calls it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing football managers for years. Plus, it's a game, especially if you're stuck in a desert island, it's something you can just keep playing. Yeah, you you would get yourself absorbed in that. Oh, yeah. And it rolls over to real life as well. I mean... I get really annoyed if something happens in Football Manager. I get annoyed at the player in real life. Cause I'm a big football fan of you know yourself. Um, I am, um, yeah, it starts to piss me off in real life just because something's happened in Football Manager. So I do get absorbed in it. Football Manager and Championship Manager before it, from, well, I don't know if it's maybe just me, you discovered a lot of players. Like, I had heard of um, Saviola before he made it big. Like, exactly, yeah. Through Football Manager. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I like taking one of the lower teams as well and progressing them up through the leagues, which is something that I that's what I mean. It just takes me about two years to do that, um, yeah. of playing 30 minutes every night. So, you know, it, yeah. that's why I only get one every other year. But yeah, football yeah. definitely would cost that out. I like to do that as well. I've only ever, only ever seen it through one store, and that was, um, I think, last year's football manager, the year before. I took uh, Queen's Park, not Queen's Park Rangers, but Queen's Park up in Glasgow. I took them from the... Third division, not to the Scottish Premier League. Uh, <laughs> I've done it with oh, my home team, Macclesfield Towns. It was about three, three, four years ago when they were in Division Two. I managed to take them up and win the um, European Cup with Macclesfield Town. Wow! <laughs> that took me two years. Unfortunately, it's became a necessity for me to go a World League team because my team got relegated um, down three divisions. You've got points against this season, haven't you? Yes, but we're now, we're now up in the Championship, so we're one season away from being back up. Yeah, you, you'll do it, you'll get there. That was funny, your first game down in the lower divisions where you got like still a solid crowd. <laughs> Most of the teams down there get a couple of hundred at their games, and you've got thousands at yours. Yeah, the, the teams that we played against that season have made enough and get the seats to, uh, for years, to last them for years and keep that them from the league really well. Yeah, yeah. It's not all doom and gloom. It's, it's worked out well for some teams, I suppose. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back next season. All being well. Yeah, but um, football managers and the recent football managers. Um, for me, I've been put off a little bit by the PC versions because I think they're becoming a bit too stat heavy. I mean, they're always stat heavy, but it's just but I think there's too much features. Yeah, football in general now is become stat heavy. I mean, if you if you watch the football on TV, it's always showing stats before the game. The sports changed a lot. Um, it, it's like watching I don't know American football where that is all baseball, which is all about stats, and that's how football's become in general. I think even yeah. on the TV. So I don't mind it. I don't mind the stats. I've just re- recently bought um, Football Manager PSP. Uh, football Manager yeah. really good on the beta. It's probably it's just basically like the classic version from, from yeah. the PC. So I had it on the PSP. Yeah, really good on the PSP. But I've not seen it on the Vita, so it's meant to, I know it's meant to be really good. And it's something that I probably will look at buying. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's brilliant. Have you got a Vita? I do have a Vita, yes. Yeah. I would recommend Football Manager. It's revitalised my love of Football Manager because I prefer the kind of handheld versions for a few years now. Yeah, it hasn't got, you know, it's not as in-depth. I think that's right. You can just pick up and play it quite easy. You don't have to go through, you know, 16, 17 menus every time you want to play the game. Um, but I really enjoy it. I mean, I'll just sit there and I'll have two games every night, clicking away in bed. Um, either that or watching YouTube. It's usually football manager. It's a game I do play most evenings, if not every evening. Yes, PSP is... Um it's a little bit more involved in the PSP versions, but it's still as quick to play. Yeah, definitely. So talking about football, your team is Liverpool, am I correct? Yeah. yeah you've got a big day tomorrow, do you think you can just hold it? I hope so. This is why I wanted to call this tonight, because yeah. I think tomorrow night I'm going to be drunk either way. Yeah. <laughs> if we win it, that'll be, that'll be out. And it'll be a shame that... If if it just slips away. I mean, West Ham, I don't know. We've got enough ex-players, Liverpool players at West Ham to give us a boost, hopefully. Um, yeah. They got Andy Carroll there in the 89th minute, putting one home. That would be great. Yeah. Obviously, we've got to beat Newcastle yet, which I can't see it being a massive problem. Um, no. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll be at Anfield tomorrow, and I'll have the radio in as well, so... Yeah. Hopefully. I'll be I'll be working tomorrow, but I'll be thinking of you and um, Steve, the two Steves. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I might catch. I think I'm going to finish work back and forth, so I might catch the second half in the pub in Glasgow. Oh, I'll be, I'll be rooting for you. No, I'm dreaming about it. It was so <laughs> close. It was so close. It was there. It was in touching distance. Yeah. You know, literally, we split up. <laughs> literally. Yeah, <laughs> you know, these things happen. Yeah. I, I would like to say. Gerard, you know, with the Premiership, he's probably got another season in him at best. Yeah. And um, I can't, I think if we don't win it this year, I, I don't think we're going to win it personally, but I'd love to. I don't think we'll win it next year. I don't think we'll be close to it next year. I think City, Chelsea, they've got to spend heavy. Yeah. Um, United are always said they're going to spend heavy. Um, I think this was the year that, you know, we, we should have done it and we've just slipped up and that's it. Yeah, I was saying that to Steve, the um, restaurant one owner, um, talk yeah. talk about a lot about Liverpool, and I was saying to him, this this was your best chance. This it was, <laughs> yeah, a perfect year for us. I mean, you know, Aguero being out injured for most of the season at um, City, the problems they've had. United are just, I mean, that's the biggest slip in football. United, <laughs> um, it it was perfect. It was you know it was lined up for us to take it. Um, we should have it. We should have had it by now. We should have had it last week. But it happens. Uh, well, hashtag believe. That's what I say. Yeah, but at least we're back in the um, Champions League. Yeah. But, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. We, we always do well in the Champions League. So. Well, that was the start. Of, that that was the aim at the start of the season to get Champions League. So at least well, yeah, we're there. And you know, it looks like everything goes well. We're going to finish second, which nobody ever remembers to finish second, but I will remember. Um, it's. You know, it's, it's a positive. It'd be nice to go back and watch Champions League football at Anfield because the atmosphere is absolutely amazing. It's, it's one of the best nights I've been at Anfield for Champions League football. So. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll stick in with football uh, game-wise. That is, um, your next game is FIFA 14. Yeah, they're not all football games. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> football games are the way first. 
<laughs> and yeah, FIFA for me. I I've been playing FIFA now every year. I, I get FIFA every single year. So it's just the newest FIFA. It's one that I enjoy. Um, I play it on Xbox 360. And yeah, it's got to come with me. It's a game that I play probably daily. I have a game I play daily. I have at least one game. Do you prefer um, the kind of season mode or do you prefer like, doing the ultimate team? I do both. Yeah. Both of them, yeah. The ultimate team, I tend to just buy the packs and open the packs. It's a bit like sticker collecting. Um, <laughs> that's the way I say it's like sticker collecting. So yeah. I buy a couple of packs a month. I don't spend a lot of money on it. Um, but luckily I've had some like you know Suarez trades. He sells for quite a lot. So that gives me quite a lot of coins to buy more packs with. So I don't actually pay that much for it. Um, and yeah, just the normal season mode. I'm not a big fan of the beer pro mode, like just the season and the even just a quick game. I'll often, especially with the games coming up during football season, I'll often play that game each week and see how it rolls out. Yeah. Different scenarios. Um, again, that's something I've always done. I've always set it up different scenarios. And sometimes it's just like sad, but I let the computer play it and I just sit and watch it while I'm having my lunch or something. Uh, so, so what you do, isn't it? <laughs> I used to meet with the wrestling games quite a lot. I used to set up wrestling bouts and then just watch them. Uh, yeah. Games. I like the wrestling games. I didn't have you in, in your um, in my wrestling um, retro mum special, but um, but there's going to be more of that coming up, so I'm going to add you in as a character. Too. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> you're <a> <laughs> if you're Rohawk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something I have to do. I'll often just have a friendly... And it, a game as well when the lads come round, where you know I don't really drink that much, believe it or not, um, especially at the house because of the kids. Yeah. I but they'll come round, they'll bring some beers with them, we'll sit down, we'll put FIFA on, and that'll be the night. We'll just play FIFA. Um, what age are your kids? Pardon? What age are your kids? They are four and seventeen months. Seventeen months. Yeah. Uh, well, bit of a handful then. And one on the way in September. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I've been busy. Uh, but, yeah, so, it's just something I don't really like beer on the house. Uh, I mean, I'm smoking by go right outside the house, right outside the drive, away from the house. Yes. I am. Um, but, yeah, FIFA 14 is definitely one when the um, lads come round. We'll put FIFA, any FIFA, in fact. I've got them all. Uh, but at the moment, it's FIFA 14 for this one. We tend to play that one quite a lot. I've just been, I walked into my local Asda tonight and picked up um, the World Cup game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I would treat myself. I'm uh, really disappointed with the World Cup games. Yeah, this one doesn't seem to. I liked um, the 2010 one, that was quite good. Well, the, yeah, they changed the penalty system, didn't they, in that one for the first time? Yeah. That's got the, the FIFA penalty system as it is now, like, with a little bar that scrolls across, and then, yeah, that was introducing FIFA 10, I believe. Uh, World Cup 10. Yes, yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, South Africa, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I actually quite like the beer pro mode for some reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I like being able to kind of transfer between clubs and, and kind of shape your career and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. I don't, I don't really play it online either. I don't play many games online to tell you the truth anymore. I'm the same. I, I'm not really a big online gamer. I like playing with myself. Dodgy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I think as you get older, I mean, I'm 40 now. 
I think your reactions slow down a lot as well. You're not as fast as you were, and you know you're playing kids, and I get frustrated. They just wind me up. <laughs> yeah, your game playing skills don't get any better as you get older. Yeah, you know you think you still got it, and it, you don't. You don't have it anymore. It's the same with the big ones like the Call of Duties, the Battlefields, and like that. I'm just too slow now. I'd rather just be a sniper and just hide somewhere, just camp out somewhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will play them games online, but I do do a lot of camping. I just hide somewhere and probably get two or three kills. <laughs> okay, um, we'll move away from football games now. Um, your next game is a sim, really, kind of sim game, uh, Civilization 2. Civilization 2, indeed, on the PlayStation 1. Uh, so, PlayStation version over PC versions. Um, why, why the PlayStation 1? Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I could have played any Civilization there. I absolutely love the game. Um, the reason I picked the PlayStation 1 version is because it's the game that got me started on the Civilization series. Right. And it has changed over the years from what it is. Um, basically, the, the earlier versions... They don't really have an end game. They do as such, you get into space or whatever the end game is. But it continues after that, it doesn't end. Whereas the modern day ones, once you've reached that end game, that's it, it just ends. Mm. Um, so you can put hours and hours and hours. I mean, you can't just have a quick go on civilization, it, it's impossible. Um, a quick go is easy, two, three hours. Yeah, Civilization 2 on the PlayStation 1 got me started on the series of Civilization. Um, I absolutely love it. Really, it's a great game. It's a cracking game. It's a cracking series. So again, I wonder that would, you would have plenty of time in your hand on a desert island to put into this game. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of thinking goes into it. It's a thinking man's game. Uh, it, you know, it's you've got to think three or four moves ahead. You've got to, you know, what's best for your country or your colony. You know, you've got you've got to think about oh, if somebody's attacking a different country, will it affect your trade routes, and it, I just love the game, it's just so in-depth. Yeah, I think, I think in many ways that's why I probably don't like games like this, because I don't think I can think four moves ahead. <laughs> yeah, a bit like playing chess really, you've got to you've got to be thinking like, what's going to happen with that? Am I going to befriend this neighbouring country, or should we just let them to rot, shall we out them? Or it's, yeah, it's... it's it's fun. It doesn't sound very fun when you explain it like that, but it is a fun game. It's something that you get absorbed in and it just drags you into the game. Even the earlier versions like this on the PlayStation 2, it's so, there's so much to do, there's so much going on, there's so much you need to think about. But definitely, if you're on a desert island, it's something that you know it's going to last forever. It can literally last forever. Um, just keep working at it. Yeah, so, yeah this came out in 1999 yeah. on the PlayStation um, by Microprose. Pros. Yeah, yeah Micro Pros. I always, when I hear the word Micro Pros, I always think of Micro Pros Golf. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> one, of my first, one of my first golf games. Loved it. And published by Activision. Indeed. Yeah, so I just look at the box. <laughs> oh, you've got your box here. Box here, put it on me, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it, it looks basic now on the PlayStation 1, but I still think it's one of the better versions. Uh, I never actually played the second one on the PC. So, ah. I think it's an absolute amazing game. Do you still play a lot of PC games then? PC games, I play yeah. a lot of modern games on the PC. Yeah. Just because uh, my PC is more, you know, it's more powerful than any console that's out at the moment anyway. So, 
you know, if you want the graphics, you want the uh, frame rates and stuff, PC gaming is the only way to go. Um, and like I say, online play, I don't really play much online anyway, so I can get the experience I need from the PC. Yeah. Yeah, interesting game, Civilization. I did play the first one from yep. recollection, but after that, I didn't really bother. But yeah, excellent. Did you find it not, not boring, I just didn't have the time to devote to it. Because yeah, okay. there were two games in this like, this sort of category. The other one was XCOM. Yeah. And it was a, a toss-up between them both. They were turn-based strategy games. Um, and Civilization definitely won it over XCOM. But XCOM is a great game, by the way. I'm going to mention that right now. Brilliant game. Cool. Okay, we'll move on to the next game, if you're happy with that. Yeah, definitely. Um I just closed my list down. Here we go. Ah, so the next game is another PlayStation One game, and it's the Raiden Project. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. You may have to educate me on this one because I've not played it. You've not played the Raiden Project. I've not. Basically, it's uh, a top over-the-top shooter or shoot 'em up. Uh, originally in the arcades, in the last few years, I've got to get the details. I can't remember what it was out in the arcade. Um, but yeah, it came out on PlayStation One. Um, I have got this game quite recently. I've been looking for it for a while, picked it up, and I've been playing it ever since. Yeah, I'm just going to get these. Well, what's the details on this? I just, yeah, I just play it constantly. Ah, I like the, co- the cover art. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's a... You can't see it on the camera anyway, right now. Ah. Uh, no yes. computer. You probably can't see it on the camera. Uh, basically, it's got Raiden 1 and 2. On the PlayStation One, so it's two games in one, which is brilliant. And yeah, I'm just trying to think when it came out. Uh, 1995. Yeah, November 95. Right. Yeah. Come out. It, it took a few months. It came out in Japan first in January 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's got that classic shoot, some up that over the top shoot. What we just scrolling up the screen. Um, loads of power ups to collect. You know, but it's not a bullet hell one. You can actually get through it. Some of the shooting ups I play are just too fast for me. You need to remember every move where they are. This one's quite it can be quite legible and you just go through it and it's just a fun game. I'm not completely actually yeah. struggling you near know, the end of the game. But it's a brilliant, brilliant game. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Uh, graphically, everything is just a perfect conversion. Is it uh, original music that's in it? It's got the original music and it's got the remastered music. Yeah. Um, I tend to have the remastered music because it's the best sound quality on it. Uh, it's brought who brought it over? Was it Ocean? Ocean Software, yeah. Yeah, it was a great company. They are defunct, defunct now as well, aren't they? Ocean. Yeah, well, not very now, are they? They've all gone. Yeah, all the good ones. Ocean, Gremon, all that. Gone. That's another one, yeah. Yeah. Agnosis was another one that's gone. There's so uh, many. Yeah, Psygnosis, who made uh, Lemons, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, I wanted to see I wanted to see Gremlin down at uh, play, but I think it was too late. Well, we walked in because they never I never heard the announcement again because they moved the time. I think it was originally two o'clock and it ended up being at four o'clock. Uh, oh, I, could have, I could have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we yeah. walked in around half past four, I think it was quarter to five, and literally they were just on the the Q and A session at the end. <laughs> you know, we missed the whole lot. Uh, we saw the very last question, the Gremlin boys. So I was a bit annoyed about that. Um, but yeah, I think they were floating around. They were floating around the trading hall, you know, to go and chat with them and 
Yeah. Photographs and things like that. But yeah, I was very disappointed that I missed that. So. Definitely. Graham, Graham done a lot of excellent games from my collection back in the day. Oh, yeah. Lotus Double Challenge series being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Premier Manager, I think they were involved in that, weren't they? Oh. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Raven Project, definitely, definitely going in there. Um, I've never actually played it on the arcade. I think there was actually a cabinet in Blackpool. Oh, that'd be cool. It would have been really good to play it on the arcade. Um, it only ever came out console-wise on the PlayStation, funny enough. Did it? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. What a PlayStation 1 game. It's hard to recommend it. I, I was looking to see if it's maybe come out on iOS or anything like that, but it's not. No. A, lot, a lot of older games get the kind of iOS and Android treatment. Yeah. No, it's absolutely it is an amazing game, one to look out for. Yeah. Um, so if it's not a bullet hell, so to speak, you can get through the levels. You don't get stuck on them and get killed every two seconds. Um, excellent two-player game as well. Cool. Yes. Right, uh, we'll move on to the next game. We're already up to number five, and it's uh, a Desert Island game favourite, um, quite a popular pick. It's Final Fantasy VII. It's got to be on there. It's got to be on there. Yeah, and it's PlayStation One again. It's it PlayStation One, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII. It was, in fact, the second RPG I ever played. First one was Breath of Fire Three mm. uh, on the PlayStation One. I was absolutely blown away from the moment I put the disc in on Final Fantasy VII. Um, I played it, I remember playing it all the way through, putting hours and hours and hours into it. And even now, like I say, all these games I do go back to at least once a month, I'm going back through it again at the moment. So it's just the story, the music, the characters, everything about it is absolutely amazing. I've, I've said this before <laughs> to people that have picked this game, I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life. Believe it or not, <laughs> I've just never been a never been an RPG fan. See, I wasn't. I've until I played Breath of Fire three, um, and even since then, there's not been many RPGs after seven that I've actually played to completion. I've, I've played RPGs, mm-hmm. but as you know, as you get older, you get kids, you just don't find the time to sit down with an RPG and get involved in the story. Yeah. So Final Fantasy seven now has taken me months and months and months to complete, and just working my way through it in drips and drabs. But, yeah, it's just such an amazing game. You know, when this came out on PlayStation, it was like, wow, what is this machine doing? <laughs> um, this is not possible, literally. You know, the story, the music, just everything about it, the artwork, amazing. Yeah. Talking about genres, like RPGs, um, what would you say is your favourite genre game? Oh, that many. <laughs> I have that many. I do like the sports games. You do like sports games? I love the sports games. Yeah. I don't see any problem with having sports games and playing sports games. Yeah, I, I, I love sports games. I've got every, probably most FIFAs out there. I've got most of the Tiger Woods games. Yeah, the Tiger football, yeah, football managers, FIFAs, NBA, basketball, baseball, Formula One, um, golf, everything. Um, I do enjoy the sports games. Over that same strategy, um, Civilization 2, XCOM, that sort of style. Yeah. Um, strategy is one of the big ones as well. Something that you, something that devotes a lot of your time, you see, isn't it? A lot of genres where you spend a lot of time on the games. 
Yeah, something that gets stuck into. Yeah. Um, it's like when I watch a YouTube video. This sounds silly, but <laughs> I like a YouTube. I'm one of these that likes a YouTube video to be about 15, 30 minutes. I like to be able to sit down and actually, because I, I don't watch a lot of TV. So when yeah. I'm watching a YouTube video, I like to be able to sit down and be entertained for 30, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes without having to search for another video to watch every four or five minutes. I like to be able to sit there and listen to what somebody's got to say and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I often often wonder what's like an ideal time. I've kind of, I've, I've done longer ones and then I think to myself, is anybody going to watch a longer one? Um, so I tend to keep it to five to ten minutes these days, but also Dead Island games sometimes can go up to two hours uh, maximum. So yeah, um, but, you know that's me. I mean, I prefer to watch YouTube than I do TV. I think I get more information about a subject that I really enjoy from watching YouTube. Yeah. So it's you know the same with a game. I like something that is going to get not really value for money, but something that I can get stuck into and I can enjoy. Not like that new Battle Gear Solid game, for instance. Yeah. I've completed that, I think it was about 14 minutes. Uh, you know, it's a joke. That's not a game. Oh, I heard that. I heard about this game being short and people yeah. complain about it. It's a bit... Oh, it's one of my favourite franchises of all time. It's, um... But, yeah, you know, I can complete it in 14 minutes. It's so easy to do. You can just run around the map. And I did it by accident. This was on my first game, for it, first run for it. I actually did it by accident. I got through the map. It's like, shit, this is the end of the game. What am I doing? <laughs> You know, it's crazy. Uh, obviously, obviously done it a bit half-arsed. Yeah, well, it's more of a demo, really. It shouldn't be charging £30, £25. It's a demo. Oh. Setting up for the main game. But still, you're paying £25 for 14 minutes worth of game. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I do like to be able to sit down and get stuck into a game. You know, something that's going to take the time. I don't mean like sit down and do it all in one go, because I don't have that time anymore. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, you know, do it over two or three weeks. I can sit down and just do a little bit every night, every day when I get about yeah. thirty minutes. Go and play. I don't know a bit of Final Fantasy or whatever. That's, that's what I enjoy doing. I find since I've started collecting a lot more games, I've got so many games that I I end up not playing any because I'm like I try to do a bit of every game and then you end up saying oh, I'm not playing this for five minutes. And, oh, I used yeah. to. It's been on the YouTube channel. Was. I would pick 10 games every month and I'd just play them games for the whole month. That's all I would play. Um, but obviously, all ones used to sneak in there. But the main focus of that month's gaming were 10 games that I picked out of my collection. And I found that you do get through your games doing that. If you think, well, they're the games I'm going to play, I'm not going to bother with anything else, you will start playing them games and you do get through them. That's an interesting strategy. Yeah, it does work. Well, then you start putting, a, I don't know, Final Fantasy IX in there or something and then. You don't play it now, so just play Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, if you just pick 10 games out of your collection for the month and just concentrate on that, it does work. People used to do like consoles of the month, you used to just play one console. Yeah. When you've got multiple consoles like I have, but that's another good way of doing it, you just play that one console and concentrate on that console. Um, Sometimes I get a game that just really grabs me, you know, and I just play nothing else for months and months. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is a good example of this. I never put that, I never had that game out of my Xbox 360 for about six months. I don't like it. You didn't like it? No, I don't like Red Dead. I don't like the Western theme. I didn't want that. I didn't enjoy it. I, I thought a bit, before I bought the game, I was put off because I'm not really into Westerns either, either but I just thought I could take the plunge and yeah. it's the best thing I've ever done. It's just amazing. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't know, I just found it a bit barren, a bit bare. Um, I know it's meant to be like that, but <laughs> you did a lot of riding on your horse for miles and miles and miles and miles, and it's just like, come on. I know you can fast track and stuff like that, but yeah. a little bit too slow paced for me. I find it oddly relaxing to go about my horse. Yeah, go for a ride around on your horse. Yeah. Also, <laughs> again, you end up just running around, not even playing the game, you're just doing something completely different. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know if it's a little bit more. Now, if that was a massive MMO, I'd probably enjoy it, even though I don't really like MMOs that much. But just that theme with loads of little players on there, you know, you've got, I don't know, Indians set over there and whatever. I think that'd be pretty cool as an MMO, but I don't enjoy it as a single player experience at all. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> Each to their own. Each to their own, indeed. Um, as you say, you, you like your Final Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy series as a whole, and it's not something that... Oh, yeah. I've actually... Um, I've got nine. I actually picked it up in Blackpool. I did a trade with Tutu UK, Stuart. I just started playing that now. I'm just getting into it. And I don't think I ever completed it. I definitely had it when it came out. Um, I've got a few hours into it now and it seems to be all new so it, I mustn't have got that far into it originally yeah. Um, but yeah I'm to enjoy Final Fantasy 9 at the moment as well completed Final Fantasy 7 many times then? many times not 100% though not 100% so um, but yeah I've got two or three memory cards with different saves on there um, at different points in the game to actually try and complete it fully complete it I don't think I've ever 100% of the game. Never? Yeah, I've got pretty close with Grand Theft Auto 5. I think I'll give it 89% on that. I think I did even know on the X. Experience. <laughs> 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 that was 100%. Yeah, and some Polk game as well that was on there. That was 100%. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I tend to complete a game. I'll play a game to completion. And then I always have the intention to go back. But like you say, you know, when you're collecting, you don't really go back to it. You sort of play it completely, put it back on your shelf, and that's it. Um, so I do have intentions to go back and complete these games, but you never get that to it. Have you got any games there that you've not played yet, but you've had for a while? Um, no. No. I have. I, I definitely play every game I get, I play. Um... Maybe not to completion, but I do put a good couple of three, four hours into some of them uh, before moving on to the next one. So I can't say that there's no games that I've not played. I can say there's a lot that I've not completed. Yeah. Um, it, like you, I tend to switch over. I did find I was completing the games when I was choosing the ten games a month I was playing into completion. But now I just tend to pick a game and play it. I'm literally just pull one off the shelf and play play that game. Yeah. Cool. That could be a chore in itself. You know, it's something I look at it sometimes. <laughs> just haven't got a clue what you're playing. I'm sure you're the same with your collection. It's like, I don't know what to play. I've got that many now. I just don't know what to play. Yeah, it's, sometimes I can just find one game that I can stick with. But other than that, I actually find spending more of my time just doing YouTube video, <laughs> videos these days and not actually playing games. Yeah, I play a lot on my phone as well. That's another thing I've started doing quite a bit. Um, but no, I can't say I haven't got a game here that I've not played. I've played them all. And with me being, I had a PlayStation 1 back in the day originally, and all the games I've got at the moment, I had them, so I definitely played them all then. So. Cool. 
Good to see a man that's got a collection and actually plays them all. Yeah. I, don't, I don't play to completion, I do play the games though. I'm a gamer first, to take the show. I'm a gamer before a collector. There's a lot of people that collect just to collect. So. Yeah. Again, each to their own, I mean, I've got no yeah. problem. Um, what I have got, a problem is, is collectors that collect just to collect. I feel that oh, some of them are inflating the prices of the games. Yeah. They'll just buy a game, you know, they'll see a game, they'll buy it just for collection sake. And I don't know, it, that's a different subject, I suppose. Yeah. It really pisses me off. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I mean, it's a false economy, literally, gaming, collecting is false. <laughs> Anybody can inflate a price of a video game. Yeah, I think it's, it's retro game collecting becomes more popular, the prices do increase. Yeah, I also think we're in for a big, a big fall soon with it as well. Yeah. yeah. It's going to stop buying them because the price is just going silly. I mean, yeah. inflate the price of a game, I can go on to eBay or Amazon now and list a game, look through the games that I've got, find out the one that, that's not listed, that's not available at the moment, make three or four fake accounts and list that game at different amounts. The lowest one being the game, the price that I want to sell it for, and it will sell. Yeah. And you know, it's just a false economy, and that's what happens a lot of the time. That's what's happening. Indeed. I don't know. We've gotten to that subject. <laughs> uh, we always, we always get sidetracked on this. It's <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. And I think as well, when people start on YouTube with collecting, I mean, I think we've all done this. We all buy. Maybe not you, because we don't really see you, but um, we all buy something just to make a video. So we'll yeah. buy a few games or, you know, order a few games off eBay just so we've got stock or just so we've got content for a video just to show it. I've done it. I know other people have done it. So anybody starting off on YouTube, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, d I don't really do a lot of pick-up videos. I did one when I came back from Blackpool, but it's only really because it was tied in with Blackpool that I did it. And I, I wasn't in front of the camera. I was behind the camera and I was showing the games from behind the camera. Pushing money outside. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get on camera. We all know what you look like now. I, did, I was actually um, I was actually filming a pickup video last night but I was, but I was well I was tired so that didn't help either but um, I, I just watched it back and I've got funny eyes. My, my eyes <laughs> I've, got, I've got astigmatism in my eyes and um, especially because Especially when I think, when I'm thinking of something to say, that's when my eyes start to wander and I just look a bit stupid. So maybe, uh, maybe if I get a pair of sunglasses to hide my eyes, <laughs> I'll wait a bit. I remember my first video so nervous about coming on camera. My first on camera video. Yeah. So, so nervous about it. And now it just becomes second nature. You just get used to it. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it will because when I first started on YouTube, I didn't even talk. I, I put captions up and then... Finally, I started talking, and the more I done that, the more I get used to it, and felt comfortable with it, and then I ended up ended up doing something like this, which is totally crazy. Well, this is yeah. great to see you on this. I think that's the thing. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it is hard at first. It is hard to do, and yeah. I don't know. It, you, you just get honest. It's second nature. You just sit there and talk. It's, yeah. it I just work. I just don't find it natural to talk to a camera on one. But will you listen to yourself back if you're doing a radio show? I'll take it you'll sit there and listen to that radio show. Really? 
really only for editing purposes. <laughs> yeah, I have to do it for that reason, but I don't like the sound of my own voice. I don't think anybody does really, though. No, no. no. I mean, I've got a, a very broad northern accent, so it's <laughs> not perfect for radio, it's not perfect for camera, but that's me, that's who I am. Yeah. Um, that's what you think. It's you. It doesn't matter what the people think. It's you. Just do it for your own enjoyment. Yeah. And the one thing you find with the YouTube community is they're very accepting. They'll accept you in. Um, oh yeah. They have, I have no doubt. I have no doubt about that. And it's not. I don't think for a minute that anybody would say anything bad because they wouldn't. They would be supportive. But it's, right. it's a me thing. I'm not. I'm not going to bullshit you. You will get. You will get things that you. Oh yeah. I know. I know. I know. Um, Dave. Dave, I'm a game geek, um, had a bit of trouble. Yeah, we've all been there. I mean, I've got stuff. I've been threatened to be killed, threatened to have my mother raped in front of me. You know, I've had it said to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's more of a duck's back, honestly. I've had it for that long, especially doing journalism, the freelance journalism, journalism work. Um, when you put an opinion across about something and somebody doesn't like it, I mean, the internet, they're on you straight away. Yeah. Um, to be honest, yeah. It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother me what people say to me. Um, but yeah, oh. people will, I'll, I'll tell you that now. People will say stuff to you on the line. So you, you do have to yeah. have a thick skin a little bit, but it's water off a duck's back. Just don't worry about it. Most of the time, the little kids. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No. You don't yeah. I'm not too bothered. I'm not too bothered. I've had name calling all my life. It's not really that. It's just me. It's just not a personal thing that I need to. Do. I need to get over at some yeah. point. Yeah. Just do it and stick it on. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Let them think about it. Just do it yeah. and see what happens. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Oh, as I say, I, I shot that video last night, and um, I mean, I could still put it up. Yeah. Just don't yeah. watch it back. Don't watch it. Keep watching it back and thinking about it. Yeah. Um, do you want to retake it? Do a retake. I mean, I never do. Oh, that's a lie, actually. I've done quite recently. Usually, I never do retakes of videos. I just go blah 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 blah, stick it up. Yeah. And then afterwards I'll watch it and I think, oh that's shit, and then I'll do something hopefully. <laughs> but again, that's a time thing. I don't have time to sit there doing yeah. take after retake after retake. You get it right first time, well that's it. Um But yeah, anybody else out there that's thinking about doing it, just do it. Go for it, it's fun. Yeah. And the amount of people you meet that you know, that are into the same things as you are, you know, that's the reason I started YouTube, was to you know meet my mind with people, and they're there for anybody. If you're into, I don't know, um, cats, obviously it's YouTube. Whatever you're into, yeah, community out there for you. Yeah, I, I never really thought about it when I started. I don't really know why. I, started. I, I just started it because um, I just watched videos and I thought I could do that. I never really once thought about the community, but I soon discovered it and it was the best thing, one of the best things that's happened in the last year. Yeah, so many people I've met, you know, up and down the country, over the world, worldwide in fact, yeah. um, that, you know, I would never have met before I went on YouTube, never. And every one of them, you know, I've been, the, the people that I talk to regular, are like close friends now, they really are. Yeah, yeah, I've made a lot of close friends on here. And, you know, and it's like known for years as well. Yeah. You'd see them, you go to an event like Play Blackpool, yeah. you might meet them for the first time. And you just know them straight away. You know the person, yeah. you know they are. And most of the time, I say most of the time, there's a couple of exceptions, the person you see on camera is the person 
that you're going to meet in person. You know, they are that person. There's no fake, no fakeness about them. Yeah. No, you know, spells or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people kind of thought, probably maybe didn't know what to expect with myself because they've never actually seen me, but mm. um, I think it was Nova Bug that said, um, you you come across in person exactly as I thought you would have, even though I hadn't really seen you on camera. Yeah. Which was good. You know, you're that same person. Yeah. Like I say, maybe there's a few exceptions, but that's been everywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. But most of the people you meet are, are just genuine people, that are straight up people. And yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. When I was out the Saturday night with these guys, I wasn't at any time uncomfortable. I felt as if it was my pals that I've known for years. Like you've known and went to school with them. Yeah. Weird. It's very weird when you're in that situation because you do actually think that at some point. Like, I've known these people for years. It's one you've only known for a few months by YouTube, but because they're doing videos and content every day, every week, you do get to know that person. Yeah. In and out. I mean, they'll say little things. You'll know about the family. You'll know about, you know, just little things. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant community. There's, I can't say anybody that I know is actually that I watch on YouTube. I don't like cause I wouldn't watch them. I just wouldn't watch exactly. them. I wouldn't interact with them. Um, yeah. yeah. Even guys that I didn't know so well, but kind of met for the first time, like um, Cyber Snake, I've followed Cyber Snake. Oh, Jay. Jay for a long time. Great guy. And, um, and he's recently subscribed to me in the last couple of months, but I've never really spoken to him. And I, I approached him and, uh, at the venue last week, and he was just so nice to speak to. Just a really nice guy. Just chilled out down to where... Yeah. Yeah, same with um, Dave, Retro Dave Nintendo. Yeah. Another really nice guy. Yes. Yeah, he comes across quite nice on these videos. Yeah. But, yeah, if you sit down, the knowledge he knows about his systems, what he collects for as well, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and, again, I mean, that's the other thing about YouTube, because... You know, there's certain things you won't know and understand about different systems. You can just turn to these people and ask them, and they'll help you. Let's just put it away. They'll tell you, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't matter. You know, people have their own little fields that they collect for and they're interested in within a bigger genre. So, you know, you just turn to that person, and it's no trouble. They will help you. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, we better get back to the games. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you mentioned this game earlier already, um, a very short game. This is the original game, Metal Gear Solid, on the PS1 again. Yeah, yeah. Again, the shape, I say, without fail to completion. Metal Gear Solid. At least once a month, I play this to completion. Yeah, I've got games like that as well. My go-to games. Yeah. If I'm sat in front of my collection, it's like, I want to play a game, what's it going to be? Mm. I'll pick out Metal Gear Solid. Um, Again, when this game came out... Uh, there's a little story about this game, which I actually had it on Pirate. <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> um, But it originally came out. And a little story about it. I got to a certain point in the game where you have to get the code for the codex to like, call in. Yeah. And the code is actually on the back of the box. Now, because I had a Pirate version, I got stuck at that point. I couldn't carry on with the game. So I had to go over to Woolworths, which is about 15, 20 minutes on a bus. And a paper and write down the code and come back so I can actually continue the game. So, but yeah, it's brilliant. What a, what a strange thing to have, a, a code on the, on the back of a game that everybody can just break yeah. down. Yeah, there's a point in the game where you've got some on the back of the game. And it's 140.15 for everybody that's got pirate versions. 
<laughs> so it wasn't a different code in every box, even? No, it was the same code, but it was on the back of the box. I can't remember the actual... He actually said something about looking at the back of the box. I can't remember how it works out in the conversation. But you have to enter that code into the codex to progress through the game, or just get stuck at that point. Yeah, there's something, something similar um, on a game called um, Police Quest that I've played. I used to play Quest, yeah. yeah. And um, there's a bit where you need to get into the, I think it's Police Quest 1, but the remake of it, VGA yeah. version, and you go to your locker, and your locker combination is like an American football score, and you need to find it in the manual. Yeah, in the manual. Yeah. 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 Systems really, weren't they? Yeah. But, yeah, like I say, it's my go-to game. I'll go solid. Um, love, absolutely adore the franchise in general, the storyline. It's really complex, so I'm not going to go into it on this. There's no. so many branching trees in it and different things. But I can remember this game coming out, I could say, and I got it on Pirate originally. Um, and it was just something that, again, just blew me away. Just yeah. Graphically, everything about it and, you know, stealth, the 3D elements of it and the, the different, um, you know, they really put outside the box with some of the challenges. Like where you have to take the controller out and put it into controller port two to progress through one part of the game. I don't want to say too much because I'm sure there's people that might not have played this game. I don't think there's many of them, but uh, I could count myself. I've never played it either. Yet another franchise that I've yet to play, but I've all played. Got to play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Got to play Metal Gear Solid. And again, the story is so deep. Just going through them all, Metal Gear Solid two, Metal Gear Solid three. It could have been any one of this series in this, but. Metal Gear Solid 1 is where it started, well Metal Gear Solid is where it started for me, and like I say, it's my, it is definitely my go-to game. Uh, sometimes the wife will come in and say, well, are you playing this again? You know, it's it's one of them games that just play and play and play. It's, it's, on, it's on a lot. I've almost picked it, up, picked it up a few times in CX, and then I thought, oh, I'll just get it another time, but I should, I really should. Have you got a GameCube? I've not got a GameCube. Uh, yeah. I'll get it on the PlayStation 1 then. Get it on the PlayStation 1. Because um, I was going to say, get a GameCube, get Twin Snakes on the GameCube. Amazing game. Uh, it's like a re-edited version of it. Yeah, I could probably get the the collection on PS Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is on there, isn't it? Uh, I think you can download it, the classic version on the PS Vita. I think you can. You know, you can download it on the PlayStation 3, so I'm sure you can play yeah. the remote play anyway. So. Yeah. But it's just an amazing game. It really is. Yeah, so stealth, a lot of, obviously a stealth element to the game. Yeah, yeah. not that same meant to play it. I mean, I've played it that many times now, I just do it however I want. Um, but yeah, it's meant to be a stealth game, obviously. It shipped more than 6 million copies, according to my good friend, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> We've got a 94 out of 100 uh, aggregate score on Metacritic. Yep. So, I mean, that's, that speaks volumes, does it, for the score like that? And even now, when you play it now, I mean, yeah, it does look a little bit dated, of course it does. But it's not always about the graphics, it's about the gameplay. Yeah. Um, well, it is in my case, anyway. And, you know, it still holds up there now. Oh, yeah, G- gameplay definitely comes first. Uh, graphics, um, as a bonus, but if, as long as the gameplay is good, I think that's the main thing. 
I think that's changed a lot now, hasn't it, with modern gaming? I think they do concentrate on the graphics more than the gameplay. That's the problem. Which is why a lot of us turn to retro gaming, maybe. Us, oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what the reason is, but yeah, yeah. a lot of us that do it. Yeah. And uh, I often ask this in Blackpool, actually. I asked it to um, Retro Tom. I think Retro Tom's about 20, 19, 20. He's only young. Right. Why retro games? You know, you're, you're the perfect age now, the right age group for the next-gen consoles. And, you know, he just said, he just loves it. He just loves the artwork, the way the, game, the gameplay, basically. It was the gameplay. Yeah. Compared to what he was getting on these next-gen consoles. And that's why it's gone retro. And it, going back to Blackpool as well, it's so good. The, the amount of young, oh, I say young, 40 now, but, you know, some of some of these young people are actually playing the consoles there that outdate them by 20, even 30 years. And you can yeah. see the enjoyment on them when they're playing them. Brilliant. I think it's refreshing to see the young guys getting into it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I had my four-year-old today. She was playing Sonic on the Mega Drive with me. She absolutely loves it. Brilliant. Went through the first three levels, no problem. Uh, no. The achievement, once she gets to the end of the level as well, she's really excited about it and... Yeah. She's, pro- she's probably better than me at it, and I'm 38. <laughs> Just fly through it. First three levels, not a problem. End level boss, it's like, Dad, can you help me? <laughs> I'll just do that bit of fun, and then she dies, and she starts again. But the first three levels, she does it like back of her hand, she just flies through them. Yeah. Yeah, they've got um, on Retro on Monday, little retro, can I say little retro brothers. Um, yeah, yeah. Young guys, it, it's, it's great to see young guys like that. Get, yeah. getting brought up in retro games as well. Mm. Well, she does, I mean, there's a game on there that, in fact, the next game is a game that we play you know, every day after school. Um, she absolutely adores this game. Mm. Um, and, again, this game is, what, about 20 years old? Mm. Yeah. yeah. 16 years older than what your daughter is. Exactly. <laughs> And she absolutely adores it. We'll sit down and we'll complete it. At least twice a week we'll complete it. <laughs> <coughs> so it's good, it's good that you can carry over your, your hobby um, into your um, sp- kid time as well. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, we probably do play a little bit <laughs> too much video games, actually. But, you know, she... Yeah, she enjoys it. She really does enjoy it. Cool. But now the... 16, something more gear off, started to play, you know, pick up controllers and stuff as well, and that's quite fun. Um, <laughs> so she starts throwing them around the house. <laughs> but yeah, she's getting to the point now where she's wanting to play them as well. Yeah. Uh, we don't just sit there playing games all day, man. <laughs> but <laughs> we do spend a lot of time as a family gaming. And that's the whole family as well, it's not just me and my daughter. So the message, the message is into gaming as well? Yeah, she's it's more retro games. She's doesn't like that at all. She likes Mario's, the Sonics, the simple run and jump, basically. Um, yeah. But it's quite nice to actually be able to sit down as a family and play games. Yeah. My wife's into games as well, but she's more kind of going towards like um, iPad games and all that. Yeah. yeah. You know, Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, well, no, she's watching the Eurovision Song Contest at the moment. Oh. Uh, <laughs> United, United Kingdom at the bottom, as usual, probably. I haven't got a clue. I can see it on the... Oh, no, I can't even see it on the TV. Um, but, um, yeah, she's sat watching that at the moment. So. See, this is a good thing if Scotland get independence later this year. We'll get our own um, entry into Eurovision and we'll actually do better than... You won't, <laughs> you won't get it. You'll oh, no. 
Just say no. Say no, whatever your, your campaign is. Like, oh, I don't know what it is. To be honest, I'm not bothered which way it goes. It doesn't affect me. No, it, it does affect me in, in the fact that um, without saying too much, um, I work for the um, government sort of thing. So, um, British government. So, if I <laughs> if, if we go independent, uh, my job could be in jeopardy. That or relocate. Or I could relocate. Funny enough, we've got an office down in, um, in Blackpool, okay. uh, North well, Cross, just you know, beside Blackpool. Yeah. Blackpool's just a hell no, let's be honest. Yeah, but it would be kind of handy because my wife's from uh, Lancashire anyway, so okay. it would be an excuse for... for <laughs> family anyway. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Blackpool makes a shit out. I wouldn't want to be so near to my in-laws. Um. <laughs> it's handy. I mean, we moved back up north from London uh, for the simple reason that we have no family down there and not having kids. It was yeah. just handy to be back up north. It was like, not all the families there. Plus, you know, grandparents want to see the kids growing up and stuff. Yeah. It's just more convenient for us to move. So luckily, positions open at the wife's work in Manchester. We managed to move back up north. Yeah. Well, we don't have any kids, so... That's not a problem for us. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it would be really handy for kids and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm not really bothered about the Scotland thing, to tell you the truth. It, it doesn't really affect me. It's something that I'm not interested in at all. And I suppose it's different if you're in Scotland or actually approaching that point where you've got to start thinking about your vote now. Um, I, I, I think it's okay the way it is, to be honest. Mm. We've got we've got our own um, parliament, so you know that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't affect me in the slightest. It's fine. <laughs> Just get your own currency, and that's that'll be it, basically. Yeah. Um, and okay. that was a little bit weird about saying, you know, if you're going to vote yes, then you've got to have your own currency and stuff. And yeah, I suppose you can't. You know, you're either in or you're out. I suppose that's what they're saying. They can't have both. The rest of both. Mind you, we could still have a pound because um, the Earl of Man still use a pound. It's like yeah. a different kind of pound, but yeah. still use a pound. Well, you use them dodgy pounds as well and dodgy Scottish notes. Yeah, I had a five pound note down in, uh, <laughs> down in Blackpool and uh, I actually used it to pay for uh, the games that I picked up in that yeah. shop. But and he, he took it. I didn't think he would take it, but he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean... When I used to do this bar, I used to run a bar many years ago, and people used to come in with them, it's like, what are these? I couldn't tell if they were real, fake, clue <laughs> what they were. But yeah, I mean, it's legal, so why not? Exactly. It's not monopoly, it's not monopoly money, so... Oh, so is paying in stamps. You wouldn't go and pay in stamps, though, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into a pub and order two pints and give them a handful of stamps. Legal <laughs> tender, you can have it. True. <laughs> You know, you're not going to do that. I remember I went down to London in 1991 and we still had Scottish pound notes. In fact, I think we still do, but um, they were more common back then. But England had done away with pound notes a few years before. Yeah. I paid the shopkeeper uh, with a pound note and he gave me five pound change. <laughs> change on a fiver. Really? <laughs> he thought it was a five pound note. Brilliant. I yeah. could have I could have said something but I just left it. <laughs> I can't remember we used to have the half pennies as well. That's all I am. Yeah. Oh I remember half pennies. 
uh, half peas. Yeah. Go to the shop and get like 20 sweets for like 10p because it used to be half pence. Yes. It's like them days have gone. Yeah. What's it, those oldies? <laughs> Sound like my dad used to sound when I was yeah. a <laughs> When I was a lad, he used to have a fruitney bit. Well, 10p. I'll change at the end of the week when I smoke some more beer. It's like, yeah, I'll pay that. <laughs> didn't happen. I bet it did. Aye. <laughs> and Bob. Damn Bob. Anyway, we'll move on to the next game before we get too um, distracted with independence and pound notes and things. <laughs> well, I don't know about it, really. <laughs> independence, anyway. Yeah. And we're, we're moving away from the PlayStation 1 and to the SNES this time. And it's... Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Yeah. I only picked this up another game again I picked up recently in a bundle. And I said earlier that, you know, I never had Nintendos growing up. There were Nintendos in the house, but yeah. I was Sega. And I've said this in videos before, that my brother had a Nintendo, he had a SNES, um, NES, SNES, he had Nintendos. But he wasn't really a gamer. He was really into his football, so he was outside a lot. He probably had two games for it. Uh, Mario, Duckham, or well, whatever. There was a couple of games. Whereas I had the same, I had all the, the Mega Drive games and stuff. Um, but I picked this up quite recently. And it's an absolutely amazing game. Yeah, and another uh, Konami game. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's quite an expensive cart now. I mean, I don't really know what it goes for. But cart alone is worth, you know, top dollar. Um, like I said earlier, it's a game that I picked up. I picked it up in a bundle deal. Sure. And me and the little one, I said again, we play this. It usually goes on every day at some point. Um, we sit down and complete it like once or twice a week. But it'll go on at some point. Even if it's just while I'm making dinner, she'll sit and play it while I'm making dinner. Or tea from Woodlands. Um, <laughs> she will sit down and play this game. It is brilliant. Are you big into turtles anyway? I was. Yeah. And I'm getting more into turtles now because the little one really loves turtles. So we started watching the old episodes that was on YouTube. And I'm not really into the new turtles. They just look a bit odd. Um, yeah. If you watch any of the new turtles, the recent ones, they just look... I've never seen it. Just search it on Google if you're on the computer. They just look, they don't look like the turtles. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, we, we absolutely love it. So Pretty Desert Island, this would have to come just because I spend a lot of time on it. And... I think it would remind me of my little girl as well. Just <laughs> um, make you sad. <laughs> I think it would make me happy because we spend, you know, we actually have some quality time. Yeah. Um, it's like father and daughter time with it. Uh, it might only be five minutes, but, you know, five minutes, especially if, when she's four years old and coming on for five, she just bombs around everywhere usually. She comes in from school and that's it. She's upstairs and in the garden. Or, so to, to just have five minutes, sit down with her and, you know, actually play a game together and have a bit of fun. It, it's, it's just nice. Yeah. That's the reason why this would be coming with me, because I sort of got distracted on the other ones and we just talked about the games, but there's actual a reason why it would take this game. An emotional yeah. guy, yeah. Already, even though it's something that I've only played quite recently, um, it's, yeah, it's, but it is a really good game, and it's definitely worth anybody out there picking this game up. I've had a few people on picking um, Turtles games, and I'll ask you the same question I asked them. Do you have a favourite Turtle? Um... I think Michelangelo. Ah. I think Michelangelo. I think that was my favourite as well, Michelangelo. Yeah, I think it was my favourite. Um, definitely. If you ask the little one, she'd say the red one. 
but she doesn't know the names of them now, but raising them. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was like, I like the red one. It's like, that's fine, you have the red one. Yeah, I think that's. Just, I don't think that's it in in the age. I think that's just females in general. If you talk, talk about cars, what kind of car was it? A red one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, well, the red one. It's like, you have the red one. Then. Uh, now she knows the names and that's it. And she's getting to the point now. She's she's seen an advert on the TV for the new Turtles playset. So she asked me yesterday, in fact, Daddy, can we save our pocket money together so we can buy this? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, we'll, we'll buy that. Don't worry. We can a word with the wife. And I said, we need to buy that. <laughs> Only <laughs> for me, but yeah, so cool. Really into turtles, really. But it's so bad as long as she watches the old episodes. That's, you know, I, I love the old episodes. So we sit there and watch a bit of turtles now and again, and yeah, brilliant. But it is a really good game, really good game. Cool. I've not, I, again, I'm always showing my inexperience at a lot of games on these things, but it's yet another game that I've not played. Yes, you need to play it. Yes, I know. <laughs> And well, pardon? You actually play games? You would think I wouldn't. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, spe- I, I tend to spend a lot of my time playing the same bloody games all the time. I need, I need to broaden my horizons. Yeah, you need to get out there. Just yeah. emulate some of them. No, don't do that. It's dirty and naughty. Do not emulate them. I do actually have um, an emulator on my PSP. Well, several emulators on my PSP. So yeah. I've, I've been getting into a lot of games that way. A lot of, a lot of games of discussed on here that I've not played, I'm starting to get around to, to playing a lot of them on emulation. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, again, animation is one of the things that, that tears me between the gamer and the collector. As a gamer, yes, yeah. it's fine. I think Steve Benway recent video talks about this a little bit, and I totally agree with yeah. Yeah. As a gamer, um, yeah, it's a good idea. But as a collector, it's like, not so good. I, I do prefer to play the games on the original consoles. But, yeah. you know, the so many games out there, I'm not going to be able to get to play all them games on the original console. So I'm sort of torn between both, really. Um, but yeah, this, I've got a main, I've got a main emulation. That's mainly like, like he said again, arcade machines. I'm never going to have all the arcade machines. Yeah. Hang on, what he said in that video. Um, I don't know if you saw Steve Benway's video. I did. I've, I'm actually, well, I'm about halfway through watching it, so I don't know how to watch that bit. Take it, you saw a bit about the emulation. Um, Yes, I think it's bang on. I think it's absolutely right when you look at it that way. And it's some, yeah. I've always been really anti emulation, but thinking about it now, there's definitely a lot of games that I'm not going to get time to collect. There's games that I can't afford to collect. Exactly. One of those games that I won't be able to get because they're too expensive or you know, I just can't afford them. The, the way I justify it to myself is a lot of these games, obviously retro games, old games, you, it's not as if they're still producing them, so it's not as if you're you're um, robbing the company. No. Because, you know, the, the games are no longer for sale. They're yeah. brand new. So. The retail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but I suppose it's also the collector that sees it slightly different. You sort of, I sort of get torn between it. For the collector, I want to play that. I want the game. I want to play it on that system. But, you know, you look at like the Neo Geo AES, which I've had before, and I sold it because I couldn't afford the cards. There's no way I can afford to buy them cards, so of course I'm going to win like them. And then, yeah. if you look at that system and you look at, I don't know, PlayStation 1 and Metal Gear, for instance, uh, Metal Slug, really, that's just an emulation of that game anyway, so. Yeah. It's the same thing. But, yeah, I get to on them. 
I, I do like collecting. Uh, I mean, look at look at yourself there. All the PlayStation One games, it looks great. I like that sort of thing. I do like to collect if I can. But there's, like you say, there's so many games that I would never have a chance to buy, and that's why I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's similar with. Um, for example, it was sort of similar with um, Wickham's music. Um, I used to, I don't do it, don't do it anymore, but I used to um, use things like Napster and all that. Yeah. But, oh. the, way, but the way I'd done it, the way I'd done it is if I, if I downloaded something from Napster or whatever program I was using at the time, um, if I liked it enough, I would go out and actually buy it, the physical copy. Well, that's the thought when I said that, the Metal Gear Solid that I had was a pirate one. I did it back then as well. If I liked the game, because there was that much produced for these systems, that most of it was shit. Let's be, let's face it. It was. There was a lot of shite in there. The ones they actually liked, I did go and buy them. Yeah. And the others just never got played. You know, it was just a burned desk. I didn't care. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I did that. And with music, I just downloaded that anyway. <laughs> I I sold a lot of my old CDs to Music Magpie, but there's. I've still got like collectors ones that I would never part with, you know, like nice box sets and things like that. Yeah, I like my music, but yeah, I just, I just don't know it. I, I don't, in fact, I don't. I stream a lot of it. I just yeah, got, there's loads of streaming programs out there. Spotify's free. Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. So I just, I just stream my music. I don't even download it. I just think right, I'm in that sort of mood. I'll just stream whatever that is, and that's it. Um, I, you know, I don't need gigs and gigs of music or shelves full of CDs because the music's easily available. Like I say on Spotify, you just put it in and that's it. Go for it. You've no room. You've, your shelves are full of games anyway. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit more room just around the clinic. There's a shelf crap there, but quite a bit more room than that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got one more game. We yeah. And, well, you've, you said potentially you might pick the new one, but um, it's Mario Kart. Um, but you said potentially you might change it to Mario Kart 8. Oh yeah, I've probably played a little bit of Mario Kart 8, so I don't know if it's going to be any good. So <laughs> I've got Mario Kart on the way. Just yeah. it's probably one of the best collections of tracks and everything else, and unique tracks I've played. Yeah. Um, obviously, until 8 comes out, it depends whether I've got to leave this desert island. If it's today, I have to play Mario Kart. If it's two weeks or whatever, I can play Mario Kart 8. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Woodland was on here about eight, nine episodes ago, and he picked Mario Kart 8. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, before it was even out, and he says he wants it to be dropped. Yeah, you know, sure. like, like dropped from a helicopter or a plane <laughs> onto the island so they can play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really shit though, and then it'd be like, you know, you're stuck with that game, that's your last game. Well, yeah, I don't think it'll be shit. Well, Wood, Woodland is a big Nintendo fan. Yeah. I'm sure he'll like it, even if it is shit. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, Mario Kart Way for me was absolutely brilliant. Again, it was like a jump in graphics, it was just a jump in everything when you actually played it for the first time. So, I actually love the Mario Kart series, one of the big Nintendo games I do like. Um, so, yeah, hopefully 8 is going to be absolutely amazing. It looks amazing, what I've played of it is amazing. But obviously, you've not played the full game yet, so. Yeah. Mario Kart Wii is the one you've stated yeah. for, for the island. Yeah. I remember this was advertised heavily on the TV like with, oh, who was it again? Was some JLS. Football, football players or something? It was JLS. Oh, JLS, and 
Was that Adam Dick or someone not advertising it as well? Oh, that's what I was thinking about. It was uh, footballers. It was Harry Redknapp and his son Jimmy. That's right. From Christmas time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. But it was just a great game for me. Mario Kart is the Wii for me. I'm not a massive Wii fan, so but Mario Kart is absolutely amazing. It still is. It's still something we play. Um, like I say, all these games are picked here. I play at least once a month, all of these. So it's just the, the tracks, the variety of tracks. I mean, it's got the classic tracks, it's got the tracks, it's got everything on there, except for the bikes. I don't like the bikes, but everything else is fine. Yeah, I've, I've played similar games to Mario Kart, obviously Mario Kart wannabes, but I've not actually played Mario Kart. But I'm going to, I'm definitely going to correct that because if I ever get my Game Boy Advance working, which I hope I will, I'm going to get the advanced version. Yes, definitely. Definitely. You've got to play Mario Kart. Uh, yeah. It's just an amazing game, it really is. It's yeah. Every I, I know that Mario Kart is not going to be shit because every game that's played, I don't think there's ever been a bad Mario Kart. No, I don't think there's been a bad Mario Kart. So there's no reason for Mario Kart 8 to be shied. Um, so yeah, Mario Kart would go. <laughs> there was a Mario Kart competition down at um, Play, wasn't there? I think. It was, yeah. Uh, one, or maybe even two of the 16-bit brothers uh, had entered. Did they? And apparently, done, well, according to Woodland, uh, his video, uh, one of them done quite well. I think it was 80. I can't quite remember. Or Danny. I looked at the time trials that were there. I didn't yeah. see the sort of time trials. And I just looked at the time, but I can't beat that, so I'm not even going to go in it. I think that was like reading really on the competition. <laughs> it's like there's no jumps. I can't do it. Yeah, you get some great experts going for these ones. Uh, another good player as well is um, Sweet Gamer Raz. He's really good at Mario Kart. Oh, is he? He's <laughs> on the Retro on them team now. Really good um, player. So I'm looking forward to Mario Kart 8 against him. That's if there's internet yeah. connection on this desert island. Um. <sighs> The, for for that purpose, um, yes, it's um, not for communicating as such, but just for multiplayer with no voice or chat. You, yes, you can you can have the you can have the multiplayer, but you can't have a headset. <coughs> yeah, so Mario Kart eight then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pat this to Woodman waiting for Ollie Cop to drop. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you're not on the same island. It's a, it's a group of islands. So you all get a little bit of island each. So, if you want to go to see Woodland, you need to swim. <laughs> So you could swim across to them or not, as sharks? Potentially, but there is sharks, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll still my island there. Maybe they could swim to me and bring their console, but their consoles will get wet. Well, you we could build a raft. Yeah, that's true. We could build a raft, couldn't we? Yeah. But then we'd have to take a hammer as our luxury item or something. Ah, but if you were if you were resourceful, you could build your own tools. If you did what? If if you were resourceful, you could build your own tools. I'm playing my games. <laughs> I've gone there, get away from the kids and the family. It's a bit of quiet. But you can you can train the monkeys to do it for you. Oh, there's monkeys on the island as well. You never told me about the monkeys. Oh, there be monkeys, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. There's got to be monkeys on my island because Monkey Island's my favourite game. Talking about monkeys, I saw the new trailer for um, Planet of the Apes last night. Oh, I've not seen it. Does it look good? It'll come on YouTube, if you're watching YouTube videos, I saw it on, a, yeah. I think it was Metal Jesus Rocks' video, you no, know, the trailers before, the adverts, it was on yeah. and yeah, it looked pretty cool actually, it looked really good. Yeah, it looks amazing, the, the last one looked amazing as well, didn't it? I watched the last one, I wasn't, it was okay, um, I'm a big fan of Planet of the Apes anyway, the originals, 
Um, the last one was okay. It was watchable. You could say watch. This one actually looked quite good. Quite a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Check out the new trailer, people. Yes. After this show, of course. Yeah. I'll just check it out. I'm putting a window next to it. Watch it. <laughs> you could you could watch the trailer uh, with the sound down and listen to us. There you go. I could turn the sound down over there and watch the trailer. Probably better. Well, yeah, whatever way it works. Trailer's only on for two and a half minutes anyway. Yeah. You'll be fine. We'll just sit there for two and a half minutes. Come watch the trailer, we'll just keep quiet for two and a half minutes. Yeah, go and do your own thing. We'll take a, we'll take a quite ad break. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it looks really good, actually. Yeah. It should be quite a good film. Cool. Well, that's us through the eight games, believe it or not. Um, brilliant choices. Um, I like. I always like people that come on and they've given it a bit of thought and you've you've based it on most of your games on the fact, um, games that you play at least once a month, so... Yeah, games that actually play and, you know... Yeah. Games that you'll know that you can put a lot of time into. Hmm. Like Civilization and Football Manager. I'd imagine they would get a lot of a lot of attention on your island, <laughs> those oh, yeah. little games. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven as well is another one. Yeah. Um, and the rest are just pick up and plays, which yeah. is easy to play. So yeah, I've actually put time into them games. So, so the, the the other things you get to pick um, are a book and a luxury item. So, you, you, your book um, you've picked, believe it or not, the Bible. Yeah, I picked the Bible. And because what I was thinking of, right? But the luxury, the reason I've done this, the luxury item, or what it's all about. Right. <laughs> and the Bible pages always remind me. Of, you remember when you was at school and you had that like tracing paper? Oh yeah. So it always remind me of that. So I'm thinking, there's lots of things the Bible could date. You know, there's that many pages in there. Yeah. A section like I don't know Genesis for toilet paper, and then you could have maybe Matthew for um, <laughs> fire, bit of paper for fire, and then I don't know Luke. You might want to read that one night or something. I don't know. So yeah, I thought, well, I'll, tr- I'll cheat a little bit if possible and have two luxury items. So I've got so many things that the Bible can do. Um, what would you do with the, the, the John chapter? I don't know. I don't know if there's a John chapter in there. Is it? I'm, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure John's in the Bible. And Peter, Paul. Uh, <laughs> and Ringo. I that much that much use for a Bible. It's not that it's like 100 pages. I mean, there's loads of pages. Depends what size Bible you get. Um, you know, there's a bit of reading material while you're having a craft, and then you can pull a bit out of Genesis to wipe your arse, and uh, like I say, a bit out of Peter to make the fire. So, I sort of cheated with that. I wonder I wonder if you can get the Bible on um, Kindle. I'm the thought, so I think it's available on everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm, I, I, that's why I chose the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really all religious, aren't you? <laughs> people are religious I don't mean to offend you <laughs> I think you just have <laughs> but, no, but oh. come on the Bible's a lot of stories little fables and they might be fun but you know um, yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean, without getting too much into it I would probably be inclined to agree with you <laughs> no, it's, no, it's basically a set of rules how you should live your life that's the Bible that's the way I see the Bible anyway yeah you know, everybody sees the Bible how they want to say it. Um, it's up to the individual. I'm not saying there's no God or anything like that. I'm, I'm not saying that. But, you know, the reason I've taken the Bible is it would be a very handy thing to have on an island. Not just to 
um, read through, but you know, it's got other uses as well. I understand um, from going back to Masonic. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe the Scot. I, I don't know if the Scotland Masonic lodge is different from England or anything like that. But my dad seems to be quite heavily into the. Not well, not heavily, but there seems to be a church connection with the Masonic order in Scotland. I don't know if it's the same, the same in England. Or not. When you take your oath, I'm not going to go into it too much. When you yeah. Got to believe in a god. Yeah. Now, as long as you believe in a god, a god, you can be anything. Um, hmm. that, that's all they require of you. Um, and you know you don't have to be religious. And for me, the Bible is. I mean, I spend a lot of time in hotel rooms, my work, and the only book there off the time is the Bible. And yeah. I do, I do flip through it. Of course, I do. But it's. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. I, I used to, they used to kind of force it upon us at school. Oh, I think that's why I got it forced upon me, not just at school. <coughs> growing up from my parents, I got dragged to church, dragged to Sunday church. Yeah. Uh, it was something that I did retaliate against, you know, as like, for me. And I do believe there's a God. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. But my wife always says to me, I should be Jewish. <laughs> Because I don't believe the Jesus side of things. Yeah. Which, while the Bible comes in, it's all about Jesus. And it's like, of course I believe in a God, I believe in a supreme being. But yeah. I don't really believe in the Jesus side of things, of this man that came and did all this stuff. Yes. I need to be careful. It's hard to believe, and it's far-fetched that... Yeah. Not that Christianity is such a young religion as well. It's just not... That side of things, not for me. That's why I say the Bible to me is a load of fables, a load of stories... Um, set out how you should live your life. There's nothing wrong with looking at it that way. Um, but that's my opinion, and obviously people have their own opinion and what they think. About I've it. probably got a similar opinion. As I say, I need, to, I need to be careful in case I get started thumbs down. From, um, I don't mean any offence to anybody that believes in it, because if, as far as I'm concerned, if you believe in it, then that's fine. But my opinion on the whole kind of Jesus thing is um, the guy was nothing more than a, like a brainwasher. The, um, claiming to be the son of God and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I just think, oh. say, if you look at the Bible as a load of fables and a lot of stories about you should live your life, then I think you'd get more from it than taking it literally. I mean, it's I studied it to A level level, um, and what I found from the Bible was it just contradicts itself constantly. Yeah, and people will probably argue the point that it doesn't, but it, it does. <laughs> it constantly felt the whole way through the thing, um, and it's a good read. I mean, there's certain bits in there that make you think about things. That's what I mean. If you see it as a a life guide, so to speak, it's not that's not a bad thing. That's quite a good thing. And if it helps people as well through such situations, that, that's again is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but on a whole. The, the Jesus part and all that, it's just something I can't get my head around and I, I don't understand. So, to me, yeah. it means, yeah. I'd rather take it and actually have a use on this island, an actual use for the PM, <laughs> than thinking, well, I'm going to turn to that for salvation and to help me through this. Because, yes, it, it might do that, but I'd rather have it, it give me a use and something that may help me to, to survive, let's say. Yeah. Make, make fire or 
Well, if there's so many things, surely that's a good use for it anyway. Well, this uh, this has got very deep. Not about toilet paper, but about the Jesus thing. And yeah. <laughs> well, I also think it needs to be modernised quite a lot as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with modernising it. Um, <laughs> so we came... Jesus being brought up in the 80s playing retro games, aren't we? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, why? I mean, Christianity now is getting... I was going to say dying off, but that's not true at all. Um, but I'm sure the numbers are dwindling in churches. I know they are. And part of it probably is because, you know, times have changed. People don't want to hear the scripture as it was. I mean, I went to church quite recently, and it was dull. It was really, really dull, and it—it it doesn't matter what church you go to. I find it dull. I, I find it uninteresting. I find it very stale and very opinionated in parts as well. Yeah. And I think that needs to change. But, but this is getting totally off subject. <coughs> Excuse me. Totally off subject. I have to call this out. Um, but yeah, I think that needs to change definitely to get numbers back into church. Yeah. And I do go to church. I, I do go to church. My father-in-law is a minister, so I do go to church. But I, I even say to him, um, he tries to make it a bit more light-hearted and a bit more fun. Yeah. I even say to him sometimes, that was just boring. <laughs> it was really boring. I've never really been a church goer. Um, I, I, I got made to go when I was at school, but... My family weren't really that religious, so it was never really forced upon me by my family or anything like that. I don't know, I just, I just don't find it. I, I just don't think, I think it's just gone stale, in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion, so... Yeah. Their own. I think it's just gone stale and it needs freshen up, it needs new life adding to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying, by all means, change the old lot and make a new set of stories or whatever. <laughs> Maybe not stories might be the wrong word there, I don't get offended by that. But... It, it just needs some boom into the when you go to a church, when you go to the, the I mean you go there for two hours and I could literally go to sleep half the time and it's not just yeah. one church, we go to quite a few churches they're all the same yeah I hate, I hate going to weddings and well, well, I, like, I like wedding receptions but I don't like going to church and all that stuff yeah, you see I don't really like wedding receptions because I don't like people <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like people I People wind me up to just frustrate me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's one thing, when I go to receptions, whether that be wedding or whatever, funerals, work, is, it's like, why should I talk to these people? I'm not going to see them again. Yeah. So I come across quite arrogant, and I'm not like that. It's just that, that you know, people try and make the small talk with you. And I'm not asked about what, they're, you know, what they do for a job or who they are. And yeah. I'm not ever going to see this person again of the time it's like some great aunt removed or something I don't care if she is really she smells a bit yeah. <laughs> it's like when I was getting married um, we could only invite so many people and uh, yeah. <coughs> most of my close friends and my mum's like that. oh well if you're inviting your friends you've got to invite your aunties no why should I <laughs> my aunties I see them once year at Christmas yeah. yeah I'd rather have my friends there yeah, I don't know I mean yeah, I was like that at our wedding, I bought. And we had like about 200 at our wedding. And most of the people I didn't even know. I, I didn't know them. 
And it was the same sort of thing as you, like, you know, your aunt growing up, that's not really your aunt, it's your next door neighbour. Yeah, your mum's friend. Yeah, yeah, she was there. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's our next door neighbour, it's not even my aunt. And like, her son was there, and her new husband and his family. It's like, yeah. it's not my aunt. <laughs> my aunt wasn't even there. She was in America. <laughs> I could have, like you say, I could have had friends there. Yeah. I'm not very good at meeting new people. I got to YouTube as well. I mean, like in London, um, uh, Blackpool was fine because I felt like I do these people. Yeah. But like I go to events through work that, you know, I, I'm there with like a room full of journalists that I don't know and they're all chatting and I'll be like, oh, you know, I don't care what they do or who they are. I really don't care. I don't want to talk to them. I just want to go do my job and come out and that's it. Is that what you is that what you do? Do you do, you do journalism for a living? Yeah, I've been doing it for about ten years. Yeah, not just by the website, I do quite a lot of freelance as well. What kind of what kind of journalism do you do? Uh, usually technology, but video games as well. Cool. So something I've always I've, I've always from as, as long as I can remember from being a young boy, I've always wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. Um, I've I've put my hand in. Um, I've never really got anywhere. I worked for a radio station up in Glasgow. Yeah. And um, I started getting into um, going to covering like, or kind of assisting um, somebody in American football games. You know, we used to do Scottish claimers up here. Yeah. So I would, I would go to press conferences and kind of learn my ropes, but I kind of lost that job and I didn't get anywhere else with it. But I just have always wanted to do something like that. Yeah, it, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's okay. It pays the it, it pays the bills basically, isn't it? But it's definitely something that I could take and leave. I could leave it tomorrow. I don't enjoy it that much, um, especially within video games yeah. and that sector. It is so false. Yeah, it is really, really false. You're talking about you know you get sent to these places, and it might be I don't know. It might be going to E3. Um, Sony are taking you. Um, of course, they want something out of it. They're paying for you to go to E3. <laughs> you know, they want a good write-up. But even if you just go into, I don't know, London to an event in London for a game launch, it's waste of time you've been there. As soon as you get back to an office, you get sent an email back with telling you exactly what you got to write. So <laughs> you've got no, you know, there's no freedom there. And when people read a lot of stuff online, it's it's all false. You know, yeah. somebody's getting paid for doing that. If you go to the big sites anyway, people are getting paid to do that, and it's all to do with money. It's all advertisement. It's all how much money you're going to pay me for a positive review, and yeah. it happens. It happens a hell of a lot. It's just false. Yeah, totally. The, the kind of journalism I was getting into is was was sports journalism. So it was it was a different. It's it's a bit opinions a lot of yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely no such thing unless you watch. You go to a little blog or you watch a YouTube video, that's where you'll get the true um, view of the subject, especially in gaming and technology. Don't read it on the big sites, don't read it on the newspapers, because it's all, it's all revenue. Yeah. I used to do sports journalism or football journalism for an independent football site. Um, for I was ed- editor for the Rangers okay. uh, page, and um, I just beca- it just became stale. You know, I, I didn't have the inspiration towards the end and ended up saying, oh, we're going to have to let you go, John. <laughs> uh, I say it's stale, it gets boring. It's fun at yeah. first, it gets really boring. Yeah. It's the same thing constantly. It's, 
having to take years now and I get bored of it daily, like why am I doing this? I don't really want to write three thousand words about I don't know, a new phone or whatever that I've got no interest in. But, you know, that's what I'm getting paid today. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I know, I know where you're coming from, but I would rather do that than do the kind of stuff that I do. Uh, <laughs> then again, on the flip side of it, you do get and nine times out of ten, you get to keep the products. So that's yeah, that's positive there as well as negatives. And you get to travel. You get to travel. Yeah. Travel quite a lot. See yeah. quite a lot of the world. Uh, you got to quite a lot of fun things that you've probably never done, you never think about doing, like parachute jumps, bungee jumps, you name it, I've done it all. Mm. Because they want you to have fun, they want you to enjoy the day. <laughs> Half the time it's got nothing to do with the product they're showing you, you know, they're just taking you yeah. like pigeon shooting or something, just to enjoy the day. <laughs> Which is not very enjoyable, I don't enjoy that at all. Um, quite miserable, really. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like people. <laughs> okay, dokie. <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't like getting to know new people. Let's put it that way. Let's rephrase that. Uh, I don't like that. I know what you mean. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm miserable. Come. Yeah, miserable. Get. <laughs> anyway, you've got one more item to pick, and it's uh, a a luxury item. Yeah. So, you're, what are you picking? Coffee. 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 Any particular brand? Just coffee. I need coffee. I need coffee. I need coffee. I have a. Um, I could probably show you, but it's pointless. <laughs> coffee machine just here, and it's a big coffee machine that goes on in the morning, and it's topped up all day. And I drink out all day. I have to have coffee constantly. I need it on a drip. Um, I'm addicted to this stuff. Uh, I just put this list together. I talked it over the wire. And she said, what's your luxury item? I said, coffee. So I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> to me, if you had to choose like, going about food for a day or coffee for a day, which would it be? It like, coffee. I, I'd have to have coffee, so that would be all about food for the day. Um, I love it. Absolutely love coffee. It keeps me going. I, I hear people saying this all the time, oh, I can't function without a coffee. <laughs> I can't. I've had headaches as well without coffee. Really? That's bizarre. Yeah. So, I I'm the same with chocolate, which I suppose is kind of related to coffee in a way, isn't it? It's not the same, it's got caffeine, isn't it? Yeah. Caffeine, well, with caffeine and the sugar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I've got to have coffee. <laughs> minute I wake up in the morning, I literally, I'll, I'll have three cups in the morning at breakfast, three cups of coffee, um, at the instant coffee. Um, <laughs> or something like that, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the coffee machine goes on, and that'll just top up all day. And I just pour it out when I want it and drink it. So I, I've never counted how many cups I have, but it must be 20 cups a day. Do you sleep Do you sleep okay with all that coffee? I, I take a cup of coffee to bed, <laughs> watch YouTube, play football manager, whatever in bed, while drinking a cup of coffee and still go to sleep. Oh, well. It's, and literally, when I was in Blackpool, I didn't really have much coffee, and I was getting quite a lot of headaches. Just because I didn't have as much coffee as we usually have. That is bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I'm just addicted to this stuff. So my luxury item would be, it would be quite hard to select a luxury item, but I definitely have to have coffee on the island. Well, you'll, I'll give you as much of a supply of coffee as you need. It'll be on, it'll be on tap on, the, on your own island. Just coffee. Just, as long as it's not that decaf crap, I don't want that shit. I want the real coffee, the strong coffee. Don't be coming with that decaf stuff. No, no, it'll be 
it'll be the real stuff. It'll be the best coffee that money can buy. Yeah, well, coffee needs to be there on tap. Just put a drip in. Just leave me playing with video games with coffee on a drip. <laughs> happy. Um, but yeah, there's stuff like you know my iPad. Um, there are loads of stuff that I could have shown, but if it had to be the one item, as a luxury item, caffeine. So even over nicotine, and I'm smoking. So even over cigarettes and stuff, coffee would be there. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, associate coffee with uh, having a fag as well. Yeah, no, that's not a hell of a lot more. But yeah, no, a coffee and a smoke, no, you can't beat it. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you take it straight or do you have milk, milk and sugar? Depends. Yeah. It really does. The morning I've got some milk and sugar in it. Yeah. Uh, by about 10 30, I just have black coffee with maybe sometimes some sugar in it. Depends if I'm working, I'll just get a cup. It'll just top up all day. So it starts off quite sweet with a bit of milk because it's the same cup. It's the same cup. And by about the fifth cup or something, it's just black coffee. Um, yeah. So I just use one cup all day. <laughs> you don't have to wash it. I think that's because it used to be they used to work on the um, roads when cable and wireless first was coming round. I was the one doing the big green boxes, mm-hmm. um, and you only got one cup. So <laughs> it's like yeah, I used that cup for a month before it got washed. You get get used to using it, but I was out on the roads. That was it. And it was just one cup. <laughs> Don't get get to a stage where there was stuff growing in it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just yeah. It was like Coca Cola and stuff like that. Cause that's all there was about. Uh, like a bottle of coke and just give it a wash out and pour some coffee into it. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to stop at one cup. Okay, well, the coffee is yours. Thank you. Excellent. Coffee at the Bible. <laughs> well, that's us come to the end. Um, it's been, you've been an absolutely brilliant guest. Yeah. And we've covered a wide range of topics, so there's something for everybody. Yeah, except for the Christians, sorry. Well, I'm sure all the complaints will come in. <laughs> <laughs> The thumbs down. If we get in the thumbs down, I don't know why. I get thumbs down anyway. Don't worry about it. I don't actually, surprisingly enough, don't get as many. I think it's because I don't get many people actually watching them. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of people watch the Desert Island games, but my normal videos, not many. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not all about views. Just do it for yourself. I do. I just do it for myself. Absolutely. Don't worry about views. Don't worry about subs. Do it for yourself and the people that you meet through there that you'll enjoy. We said that earlier on. Yes. Don't go out there thinking you're going to be the bee's knees. Just do it for yourself and enjoy what you do. Yeah. Any closing thoughts before we end? Closing thoughts? Yes. Don't buy the next-gen consoles because they're all shite. Don't fall into the trap. Do not buy them. Do not be to test for these companies. Yeah, there we go. Okay, well... Guys, don't forget to check out Paul Bradley's channel and keep up with all his pickups and everything else he does. And don't forget to check out RetroUnlim.com. There's something quite big coming up in the next couple of days, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. But I know. Up. Yes, you know as well, don't you? I know. Um, Tomorrow, innit? Pardon? Tomorrow, which will be Sunday, because we're recording this on a Saturday. In fact, by the time you've listened to this, you, you should already know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, everybody will know about <laughs> what they thought about and um, either this coming Friday or the next Friday I think the live stream is coming back as well yay <laughs> so watch out for that but for now um, thanks again Paul for being a brilliant guest thank you and bye everyone else bye bye uh,